When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is Asked and Answered. Questions. With Tom Opferman and Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Labs, I feel like everybody loves to talk about what your favorite dish is on Thanksgiving when you're doing, you know, shows or podcasts around the holiday. I want to talk about the leftover portion of it, though. Are you a sandwich guy in the middle of the night? Are you a full plate guy in the middle of the night? Are you both? Um, well, you know, when I was younger, <laughs> but, uh, you know, my uh, primary care physician has discouraged me oh, uh, severely. Come on, PCP. From, uh, <laughs> from those kinds of things uh, at this stage of my life. And so, um, you know, I, based on the number of prescriptions and <laughs> stuff that I take, I have a tendency to listen to him a lot more. So, but back in the day, it was sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, um, sometimes it even like dial back the dinner. Uh, portions to save room for the sandwich (laughs) gotta think ahead yeah the big battles for me on thanksgiving with the dinner portion is i've had about five or six ipa beers that are expanding my stomach before the dinner time so that's always a battle splitting the stomach space between the beer and the (laughs) actual food and you know those sandwiches at you know restaurants around here where they put like all the thanksgiving on the bread like the turkey the mashed potatoes stuffing that's what i do for the leftovers, the homemade mashed potato stuffing, cranberry gravy, corn, turkey, all on one sandwich all together. Kind of like a Thanksgiving permanis. <laughs> well, and in, uh, in the Labriola household, the um, there is a uh, one of the stuffings. You know, there's different kinds of stuffings. You know, there's in the bird. Oh, stuff, yeah. Not, and then, but the one kind actually has... See, and you're making my mouth water. You're just talking about this. <laughs> Two days As away, buddy. We're good. We're close. Little pieces of uh, Italian sausage in it. Oh. So you can make a sandwich, just scoop that stuffing right out of the corningware thing, put it on some bread, little mayo on it, boom, sandwich. Because there's a little, you get the little hot sausage flavor yes. along with everything else. Yes. Oh, it can't get here. 48 hours can't go by. Fast Go into a enough. carbohydrate coma. <laughs> Let's get to their questions today. And our first one comes from Stephen 
Kabrzinski from Cockeysville, Maryland. It is a quarterback question, but we got to go back in the way back machine to qualify our streak continuing. He asks, I grew up with the Steelers of the late 1950s, and it was a challenging time to be a fan through the 1960s. Would you have any insight on John Unitas being cut? And who was the quarterback at the time and the team's corresponding record? Um, okay, we got to go. First, we got to go back to who the coach was at the time. That was Walt Keesling. Uh, Keesling uh, was enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but that was for his accomplishments as a player because he was not a very good coach. He was 30, 55, and 5 in three different coaching stints with the Steelers. And my opinion is Walt Keesling is an example of Art Rooney Sr. hiring coaches that he knew or liked instead of uh, someone who might have been the best guy for the job. Dan Rooney ended that when he headed up to search for Chuck Knoll, but this question is about the 50s, so we're going back to that. Uh, when the Steelers reported the training camp in 1955, Jim, their roster looked like this. Jim Finks was the incumbent starting quarterback. Uh, Finks would be 28 years old at the beginning of that season. He had 33 starts. Um, he had a 14-19 and 19 record in those games. Pretty good player. You know, he was the starter. Now, the, also on the roster, 1953, the Steelers had used their number one draft pick, fifth overall, on Ted Marshabroda. He was a quarterback. And then in 1955, the Steelers drafted Unitas in the ninth round. Now, also in 55, the roster limit for an NFL team was 35 players. And so if a team was going to keep three quarterbacks, the number three quarterback had to be able to play a defensive position like Finks when he was uh, new in the league. He played defensive back um, his first two seasons with the Steelers. So the Steelers drafted United's ninth and 55. Then they drafted Vic Eaton 11th in 1955. Uh, now Eaton could punt and play safety. So that made him Kiesling's easy choice as the number three quarterback. So also what we know, looking back, Kiesling never gave Unitas a chance, not in training camp, not in exhibition games, nothing. And so that indicates to me that he had made his mind up before camp began. Finks was a starter. Marsha Broda was the number one pick uh, two years previously. Vic Eaton could punt and play safety. There you go. Done. Quarterbacks are done. Now, they cut Unitas. Mm. So in 1955, the Steelers finished 4-8. and eight. Finks retires after the season. Vic Eaton played 1955 as the Steelers punter. He was out of football after that one season. And then Marsha Broda was the starter in 1956 since Finks retired. Um, he was 4-7 as a starter in 1956. Then he was traded to the Cardinals. In 57, he was out of football before the 58 season. Now, in Baltimore, Unitas in 1958 was the starting quarterback for the Colts uh, on the first of the Colts' back-to-back -back championship teams, 58 and 59. Uh, Unitas was first-team All-Pro in both of those championship seasons, and he won the first of his three M NFL MVP awards in 1959. Not surprisingly, Walt Kiesling's last season as an NFL <laughs> coach was in 1956. 
That might be something that the Steelers would want to mulligan on, that whole experience with the quarterbacks in the 50s. <laughs> Just a hunch. Yes. And Len Dawson, they got they gave him away for it's a true. song, too. Yep. Clarence E. Frame from Ashland, Kentucky asks, why not hire Frank Reich to be the next offensive coordinator? Um. Well, there's a lot of reasons. Let's start with this. <laughs> we one. don't have enough time, Labs. Um, we don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep it to the simple ones. Uh, Matt Canada is the offensive coordinator. I, I don't. The Steelers don't fire coaches ever since Dan Rooney uh, assumed, you know, primary control of things. They don't fire coaches um, during the season. And the reason why, as, as Dan Rooney explained it to me, was if you fire a coach during the season, then you got to replace him with somebody. What if the interim guy gets lucky and wins a few games? Or does well for a few weeks, if it's you know a head coach or an assistant or whatever, then you know maybe that convinces you to hire that interim guy full time, or maybe the fans get uh, you know on board with it, or you know whatever it is, you get somehow convinced or influenced to hire the interim guy when he's really not the best guy for the job, and so what you do is. You fire a guy if you're gonna at the end of a season, and then you hire a search and you know do it right. Okay. So anyway, uh, uh, Matt Cannon is not going to be fired uh, during this season. So if the Steelers decide at the end of this season that they want a new offensive coordinator, uh, Frank Reich maybe he's not interested in going from a head coach to a coordinator job. Maybe Frank Reich. Uh, decides that since Jim Irsay owes him close to $36 million on the, his Colts contract, maybe he says, <laughs> you know what? I think I might uh, take that private jet to Bermuda. <laughs> I like golfing you and know, fishing a little bit. Uh, I'm starting to get an yeah, act for Yeah, you know, it. because uh, unlike player contracts in the NFL, coaching contracts in the NFL are fully guaranteed. So, you know, I, I, I just don't think – that that's necessarily, um, you know, a, a no-brainer, as some Steelers fans seem to think. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count terry peck from springfield ohio in today's NFL, do you think the hit on Frenchie Fuqua that sent the football into Franco Harris's hands that came to be known as the Immaculate Reception would have been a penalty? Um, interesting take on this. I, I never really uh, gave any thought to whether in today's NFL, Frenchie Fuqua would have been considered a defenseless player. Probably. But I know a couple of things for sure. 
Um, if the Immaculate Reception happened last Sunday, would still be waiting for instant replay to oh, figure out what happened. That is the truth. Okay? <laughs> still be waiting. And then the other thing is, if the penalty had been called for a hit on the defenseless receiver, uh, Oakland linebacker Phil Villapiano, he'd be whining about that too, still. So <laughs> those are two things I'm relatively sure of. That replay on Sunday of the Levi Wallace interception was one of the most absurd <laughs> things I've ever seen. That they even uh, replayed imagine- it, first of all, but then that it took like 10 minutes. It was so clear he caught it. Yes. And those poor people sitting out in those oh. stands in the wind and it was cold. I mean, seriously, it's so unnecessary. Just becoming a giant waste of time. Dennis Longazole from Boca Raton, Florida. My friends and I recently purchased some Steelers 90th season pins from the team's pro shop. We also purchased some 90th season uniform patches from an eBay seller. Why doesn't our beloved team have any anniversary patch on its uniforms this year like it did for their 50th, 60th, 75th, and 80th seasons? Okay, Dennis, this is why. <clears throat> um, the Steelers decided that uh, they were good. Once, once the schedule came out and the league uh, gave the Steelers the uh, Christmas Eve game against the Raiders, which, you know, the Immaculate Reception actually happened on December 23rd, 1972. So the Steelers are playing December 24th, 50 years after. So that became the 50th anniversary celebration of the Immaculate Reception. <clears throat> so the Steelers jerseys are going to have a 50th anniversary uh, Immaculate Reception patch on the front of their jerseys for that game. So if you also had a 90th season patch on the game for the on the uh, front of the jersey and the logo patch on the front of the jersey which is part of the uniform now you look like a NASCAR driver. <laughs> Robert Midlam from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Having a losing season is hard to watch, especially when the Steelers are in last place in the division. When was the last time that happened, and how many times since? I was born in the middle of the 1970s reign, and I don't remember them being last in my lifetime. Okay, um, during the 50 seasons between 1970 and 2021, 1970 being the merger, NFL-AFL merger, 2021 being the last completed NFL season. You also need to understand that in 1982, there was a strike that I think uh, canceled nine games or seven games. It was a nine-game season, excuse me. Uh, the strike canceled the rest of the game. So what the league did when the when the players came back, they just split um, the in, you know, in two conferences, and it was like one big division, and they took the top whatever teams into the playoffs. So there was no there were no divisions in 1982 either. Okay, so taking uh, that season out, here's the breakdown. Uh, Last place finishers in the AFC Central Division and AFC North Division, because they changed the name too. Cleveland has finished last 19 times. Cincinnati has finished last 16 times. The Houston, Tennessee franchise finished last nine times. Baltimore, which didn't become a member of the division until... Um, 1996 
when they moved from Cleveland. Right. Finished last four times. Jacksonville finished last once, and they were only in the division from 1995 to 2001. And the Steelers finished last once in 1988. So from uh, 1970 through 2021, not including 1982, the Steelers have finished last in the division one time, and that was 1988. Don't count your chickens just yet, Robin. Uh, the team with the most experience losing this division still has a little bit to say about it this year as well. It's not its not a <laughs> written conclusion that the Brownies won't be in the basement for the 20th time. <laughs> or to quote the great Juju Smith-Schuster, the Browns is the Browns. <laughs> Brent Pacino from Coldwater, Michigan. When injured, is a player required to see the team doctor, or can that player refuse and see only his doctor of choice? Does a player require clearance from the team doctor to play, or could he return to play based on the opinion of his own doctor? Okay, most players are injured usually during a game or during a practice, and the team's medical staff is there for all of those uh, um, instances. So... Just because of the proximity, as soon as a guy is injured, the first people on the scene to look at him, examine him, maybe treat him, depending on what it is, are the team's medical personnel, the athletic trainers, and then whatever you know, doctors happen to be there, uh, orthopedic, internists, whatever. So that's the way it starts. Now, after that, um, the player is totally free to seek uh, a second opinion from whoever he wants. You know, there's no in, what do they call it, in-network fees or out-of-network <laughs> yeah, fees right, or any right. of that stuff <laughs> that normal people have to deal with. Uh, the players, NFL players, can seek treatment from anyone they want. Uh, we can use, let's use ben, ben Roethlisberger as an example. 2019, he had the uh, ligament problem in his right elbow. Now, that was diagnosed because, again, it happened in Pittsburgh. He lives and works in Pittsburgh. You know, there's a lot of good MRIs and all that stuff. You can get that done, you know, down the street. So you get that done, and then you get those MRI, the, the film, and you can take them anywhere to anybody he wants to have it looked at. And so Roethlisberger ended up having the surgery done in California. Uh, by an orthopedic surgeon out there. And then that guy also, you know, kind of oversaw, for lack of a better word, the rehab. So there is none of this, um, you know, required to see the team doctor or requiring clearance from the team doctor to play. Um, so, yes, you can see anybody you want. They can do anything, you know, any procedure that you decide to have done and you decide to have that done. You don't need clearance from a team medical prof uh, professional to have your elbow operated on. And then once that's over, you know, the rehab part also can be kind of orchestrated or overseen or whatever kind of word you want to use. And then, you know, after all that anyway, Brent, um, everybody involved wants the player to come back and be able to play. Right. So, you know, there's not a lot of, there's no competition in that sense between, well, I'm not giving you permission, you know, get your permission from this guy or, you know what I mean? It's kind of a collaborative uh, effort once the, the patient, the player makes the decision of how he wants to proceed. 
And so then, you know, everybody's kind of on the same page, the same, uh, they, they're looking at this for the same ending. And so, you know, it's, it's not a either or kind of situation as the question kind of uh, indicates that it might be. And our final question today comes from Dennis Labano from Layton, Utah. I've always wondered why it's not called intentional grounding when a team spikes the ball when they are trying to stop the clock. Why is this allowed? <laughs> this is another one of those. It's the rule. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's allowed. It's the rule. And just to try and answer it a little bit, um, you know, back in the olden days, what, uh, when, when the team was in a hurry up, wanted to stop the clock, um, they'd line up. And you'd line up with a receiver close to the sideline. And the quarterback would take the snap and then just throw the ball five feet over the <laughs> receiver's head out of bounds. Well, you know, in an effort to um, include more offense, which usually uh, leads to higher TV ratings, which leads to higher rights fees, you know, money, 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 um, they got together and said, why, let, let's, let's stop the dog and pony show. Let's just allow the offense to come up, set down, the quarterback takes a snap, throws it into the ground, boom, stops the clock. That's that's the new rule. Let's do that. Everybody votes on it. Yay, yay, yay. The <laughs> networks love it. The rights fees go up, and it's a rule now, and that's why it's allowed. What a shame, though. So many fans that could have been taking souvenirs home with them if quarterbacks were just launching balls into the stand to try to, try to stop the clock desperately. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Asked and Answered. Always appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday laps. We're about 20 minutes closer. You can almost taste the turkey and that stuffing with sausage in it right now. For Bob Labriola, I'm Tom Offerman. Get your questions in now for next week, and we'll talk to you then on Asked and Answered. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.